Charles. DK. Pro Turf. And Tri State, please. This should be the last week. The pro. I talked to Danny. I have it through the 26th on my schedule. Is that not right? Well, when is the 26th? It's next week Friday. Friday. Yeah. So up until Memorial Day weekend. Oh, okay. Does that sound well, right? I don't know. It's good for me. Yeah. More money for Kenny. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but Dan, Danny thought it was uh, Friday is when it ended. And, you know, I'll only be here on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, that's right. You're leaving for Indy. Shit. Indy. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. Figure it out. One, two, Remember I told you I need June 2nd off? Yeah. I also need that Monday, the 5th. Because I guess I can't get back in time. Okay. Wait, what days are that? Is that, Joe? Friday, Monday. What, what, what are the numbers? June 2nd and 5th. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I need this 22nd off. <laughs> Nobody cares, though. John, so. Not now. Not now, please. And Chris, I also need off. Oh. You. Not now, please. Please. John, have you been following the saga of this low maintenance minimum road up by Mora and the family in the township? And I have not. Oh, all right. Where's that at? Well, where, been, where would I follow it at? In other words, um, it's been playing out in the Star Tribune over the past year or so. You know, occasionally the Hobbit story. And there's a story in huh? the uh, metro the section today. To say, it's yeah. just a continuation. It's no big deal. It's not even okay. newsworthy. Oh, news, not even newsworthy, it's but it's uh, just fascinating. The human condition. Gotcha. Okay, well we're starting. You know what? He's saying, "Bleep you." Yep. Okay, I'll take that. I don't that. think John agrees with you. What? Oh, what? Uh, what am I doing? Hey, don't speak for me, damn it! Oh, I, I guarantee you're going to agree with what I just said. Repeat to Johnny what you just told Rookie and I. I think Musk is the guy that says bleep you. You know, the guy I've been looking for to say bleep you. Jesus, God, Joe, I give up. I yeah, well, give he up. just took off after Soros it's a, in, a, in a brilliant way. No one else has. I give up. John, I give up. Do you, I'm do done. You, John, I thought do you, you didn't care. To me? <laughs> do I apologize? Yes, I apologize, Chris. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm ashamed. I don't even know what you're fighting about. Elon Musk. You know how I've joked around what the world needs is somebody to stand up and say bleep you? Oh, and you think it's Elon Musk? I think it's Musk. Well, as long as he stays in the private sector, that's awesome. Well, he's ripping Soros. Uh, well, to, that's which that's I fine. just love. John, why do you fear him? Because you think he's going to end up in I, office if that's I, the case? Oh, I'm on Team John. Let me tell you. Fear? I think fear is not the word I'm looking for. I, I pretty much just don't like him. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, how, how much? Like, how about the stuff like he puts him. on Twitter? I don't follow him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah he's well, not very likable, Joe. Joe I don't know why. I think you got watching him on with, uh... Don't worry about it. I don't know. There's been a, at least 10 things on Twitter he's put on that would what? indicate to me he might be anti-Semitic. And... 
I tried least. watching a little bit of them with uh, Rogan, and it's like, yeah, okay, what else is that? Well, what, what about the interview we did yesterday with the guy? Jesus. Is it yesterday just... when he ripped Soros? Is I didn't see that he ripped yeah. Soros. I, I saw two other clips where he was quoting the Princess Bride, number one. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, Harry Niska just sent me the governor's budget proposal document relevant to the bias registry. Yeah. I just sent it to you. If you want to glance at it for a minute before we get started. Evidently he was on Kathy's show this morning talking about how we're going to tax the living S now out of Amazon. Oh, really? Because of roads and great idea. stuff. Run them out. Uh, Chris, I'm not going to have time to read a document like that right now. Stuff. That's, you know, Okay. Oh, I see it here, Kenny. The story you were talking about. It don't. Yeah, don't. That's uh, for your enjoyment kind of story. Okay, I'll look at it later. But I mean, it's they've been going back and forth for years. I re- yes, so. no I remember. Today, by the way, I remember. Seriously, I'm in no hurry. You got a lot on your mind. Well, we're gonna. Have I got. To I got a lot on my mind. Critical stuff. Well, Joe, just so you're aware, Jim Geraci's out of the office today. <laughs> Does he say when he'll be back? Why doesn't he just tell me when he's uh, here? <laughs> I told I saw Jim the other day in the in the hallway, and I told him that, and he thought it was pretty funny. He said, "Well, I can text Joe when I'm no, going to be here." Yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say, knowing Jim, he'll be as obnoxious as possible now about the whole situation, or just send it just to Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe, I'm not here. Good morning. Every morning from Jim, I'm here today, Joe. Such, I'm in the office. <laughs> Taking lunch at eleven thirty. If you want to see me, it's totally what he would do. Oh, I called uh, our computer guy today. What's his name, uh, Joe? Come on, Jim. Come on, good old Jim. Good old Rich. Jim. Rich. You know, good old Rich. Rich Miller. Right? Yes. Yeah, very good. You got the last name right. I got it. Jim right. Miller was a quarterback for the Bears. Rich has saved right. me more problems than you can shake a stick at. You owe about the last 10 years of your career. I owe There's not an amount of money that would, <laughs> that would satisfy what I owe him. Are you ready to go? Well, I... I told him I'd, we'd well, call right afternoon. Let's so. go. When are we going to get around to talking about AI? Boy, we have to, don't we? It's about getting about weirder practice. and weirder. Yeah, now the AI has feelings. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to hurt this the AI's scary. feelings. You don't want to hurt the feelings. You could, you could, you could run afoul of the bias registry. Yep. This is when they go <laughs> mutant cyborg on us. I'm so. rolling. For Adeloni's Hardware and Garden Stores, boy, I I hope they're ready for this. Bring us Garage Logic Podcast number 1079. What? Oh, okay. May 17th, 2023, 93 degrees on this day, not that long ago, 1987, and 31 degrees in 1915. I can assure you that back in 1987, the kids would have uh, been swimming on that beach, kept free of weeds and crud and junk. Now, not junk. Aquacide's pretty good, but they can't dissolve a car bumper. Right. Right. (laughs) You got to clean that yourself. Aquaside has been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products. They're fast, they're easy, they work quickly. Aquaside is registered with the EPA and DNR. These products are safe. They're right there, made right there in White Bear Lake. 
Don't let weeds overtake your swimming area. Call Aquaside. Tell them what you're looking at, what you're dealing with. They'll get your, uh, they'll get the right products to your place. You'll look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushi. We're going on uh, double secret high alert. <laughs> We're going to be joined by Representative Harry Niska, a Republican from up Andover Way. Is Harry with us? Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry. Yeah. Harry, what the hell's going on? <laughs> well, where do you want me to start? Uh, you know, we have a we have a seventeen and a half billion dollar surplus, and we're raising taxes uh, and growing government. Uh, the size and scope of, uh, of government at an unprecedented rate. Um, and that, so that's the top line concerning thing. And then, as they say, the devil is in the details. And there are a lot of devils in the details um, on this, of these budget pro- uh, this budget process. The DFL is doing everything, everything they can to reward their enemies and punish or reward their friends and punish their enemies. And, and uh, it's really concerning a lot of the specifics that are going on Harry, uh, let's, below the surface. Let's get to the bottom of and reach a clear understanding of the pedophilia controversy. Could you help us understand what is happening with that? I can. Yeah. So um, the Democrats have proposed uh, changing some language in the Minnesota human rights act in particular, adding a new definition of gender identity and changing the definition of sexual orientation. And as part of those changes, they deleted some language um, that made clear that, uh, attraction by adults to children would not be considered part of that sexual orientation protection. Um, And as an attorney, um, that concerned me and concerned a lot of people in terms of what uh, a court might decide down the road in a case in which someone who does have those kind of attractions tries to claim some protection under the Minnesota Human Rights Act. Stop, stop, Um, stop, stop. We have to make this clearer. In the Human Rights Act right now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it reads sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult, meaning meaning we're not buying this BS. Pedophilia is not a sexual identity, only to discover that what that's now been cro- that line's been crossed out of the public safety bill. Correct. In the public safety bill, we are deleting that line from the Minnesota statute books. Um, and uh, I uh, proposed an amendment um, when, the, when a bill with this uh, change came to the floor on April 26th. I proposed an amendment to say, if we don't want to have that language in the definition of sexual orientation, let's have that language somewhere else just to completely close the door to someone, some lawyer down the road and a judge deciding that this is somehow protected in the Minnesota Human Rights Act. That amendment was adopted 126 to zero. And then uh, in an all DFL conference committee um, where they were incorporating that language into this broader uh, public safety and judiciary omnibus bill, the DFL members dropped that, deleted that. And um, we have had discussions about how to get something uh, clarifying that into the statutes and they have refused. 
Well, you passed an amendment 126 to nothing, and you can go into a conference committee and just undo that? That's right. Yep. Those who have oh, the, the, the votes oh. uh, have the power to do that. And if uh, they are unwilling to, to listen to the other side of the argument or if they um, refuse to, to acknowledge that the people who they disagree with might have a point, um, then, then they can do that. That's unfortunately what the people of Minnesota empowered Democrats to do when they very narrowly gave them this trifecta in the 2022 election. This does not make pedophilia legal. Would that be a fair statement? It does not repeal the criminal prohibitions on certain acts towards children. Um, the concern that I have is that uh, some creative lawyer representing someone who uh, you know, has the orientation uh, or the, the attraction uh, towards children to be able to claim in housing or employment or something that they should be protected from discrimination based on that um, affinity or attraction or attachment. Yeah, so that, that's, that's the concern. And there's a lot of, I think, uh, misstatements of the argument, a little bit on both sides, but especially on the side of the, the Democrats who want to deny this, that they want to slip into, oh, well, we're still leaving the criminal penalties in place. And that is true. Um, and that is good. But the important thing from this perspective is to make sure that we are not protecting it in the Minnesota Human Rights Act, that we're not destigmatizing or normalizing the idea that, uh, you know, adults attracted to children is somehow uh, just a normal, uh, you know, identity or orientation or, or some other protected class under the Minnesota Human Rights Act. But the bill Walls will sign does remove that stigma. It deletes that language and, and it leaves for, a, a, unfortunately, a future court case, whether that's going to be protected under the Minnesota Human Rights Act. And, you know, I come from this uh, as a lawyer who's uh, drafted legal documents and argued about the meaning of statutes and contracts and all that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, when you leave a door open, when you leave uh, language ambiguous, um, then you have to, like Nancy Pelosi said, pass the bill to find out what's in it later when a, when a judge rules on this um, somewhere down the road. And that's not a, a gamble I think is, that is worth taking. I think it's irresponsible to take that. And I thought we had it solved on April 26th. And it's really, um, it's really unfortunate and frankly irresponsible of the Democrats to do what they did. It's on page 438 of the 500-plus page public safety omnibus bill, which presumably will be placed in front of walls who signs anything you put in front of them. <laughs> and that line, sexual orientation, does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. That line will not be in the bill that Wall signs. Well, and, and let me be clear. I, this, is, uh, this is what's described as an agency bill coming from Tim Walls's Human Rights Department. The, the, the Commissioner of Human Rights who answers to Tim Walls is one of the people who wants to make this change and who is resistant to um, us putting this protective language back into the statutes. So uh, there's no reason to expect that Tim Walls has any problem with this whatsoever um, or that this will be any snag in him signing it unless uh, you know his mind is changed between now and whenever this bill comes before him to sign it. Uh, am I entitled to be speechless? 
Well, um, uh, the First Amendment protects your right to speak or not to speak, at least so far. Um, <laughs> for now. Uh, for now, there, there's obviously some concerning uh, ways in which we are, uh, as, a, as a legislature, the DFL trifecta is trying to interfere um, with your rights to speak or not speak, especially on controversial issues. Um, and, you know, that's another thing that I've talked a lot about in this bill. There's a, there's a, a bias registry um, that we are funding in the bill. Um, we, we, they called it something else about, you know, going after hate speech or hate incidents before. Um, and then there was a pretty embarrassing um, exchange on the House floor um, where I asked the, I, the author of that bill some examples of things that should go in that, um, that there was a you know short clip that that went uh, a little viral about some of those examples. She, the author of the bill, um, seems to think that if you write an article saying COVID is a Chinese bioweapon that leaked from a lab, that that was something that the Minnesota Department of Human Rights should write down in their naughty list. Um, and that uh, you know maybe if you wear an I love J.K. Rowling T-shirt, uh, that was that seemed like a jump ball, I guess, as to whether or not they wanted to put it there. That was. Um, really embarrassing uh, for the administration. I had a meeting with the Commissioner of Human Rights where uh, she said that those questions were spot on and they didn't want to have that kind of information. Um, but lo and behold, what came out of the conference committee was funding for that database. Uh, they kind of rebranded it, um, but they gave the exact amount of money that the governor asked for in order to have the speech database. This is your first term, correct? It is. What are... How puzzled are you at at what's taking place? Are you astonished, or did you go in knowing uh, this this trifecta would wreak such havoc? Or where are you when you have a time to pause and think meditatively about the state of the of Minnesota? What what in God's name is happening? You know, every day I'm shocked a little bit more. Um, I, I, I uh, was reflecting just a few weeks ago, looking back at uh, when we first learned in, uh, it was actually the day, a day that we were in freshman orientation, we learned that the, the surplus had ballooned to over $17 billion. And our new um, minority leader uh, immediately released, a House minority leader, Lisa Damitz, immediately released a statement saying, well, this should at least close the door on any tax Right. And I thought, why do we have to say that? Of course, how, how would we? Uh, it, it 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 was it was actually hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that that was actually going to be a controversial statement um, at that point in time. And um, you know, I think that was in December. Do you uh, think? Do you and, think? And, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and and lo and behold, every single day, something you know, it seems like it's something just a little bit crazier that's coming up down the pike. Do you think some sort of conventional fabric of American convention is being destroyed? In other words, you know, it's American to pay your own debts. It's America not to abuse a child. It's America on and on and on. Do you think some fundamental dynamic of what has made America America is being destroyed? Well, I think it's un-American for the government to have a, a database and have employees who are out there trying to look at whether, you know, political opinions uh, cross the line into, uh, you know, some sort of civil rights violation and, and, to, and to have funding at, at, uh, to set up that kind of a database. Uh, uh, but yes, I think that um, there are many ways in which the, the uh, 
fundamental uh, way our system is supposed to work, where we the people get to have free discussions about ideas, uh, we get to have the religious beliefs that we want, we get to have the political opinions that we want, we get to express those freely, and then the government answers to us. I think that is being turned upside down. There are a number of ways, and you know this is one of them, but there are a number of ways in which the the this trifecta is trying to consolidate their political power over the state of Minnesota by interfering in the in the uh, in that marketplace of ideas. There there are two other bills where they are prioritizing or, or uh, helping unions speak and uh, trying to punish corporations that speak. Um, in the labor bill that we just passed off the house floor yesterday, and in an elections bill where they're trying to ban corporate speech, but um, but allow the same kind of labor union and nonprofit speech. So, um, yeah, this is uh, this is a big um, effort by this very narrow DFL trifecta to consolidate their political power in ways that I, I think are just fundamentally at odds with the First Amendment and and the, the principles that this country is founded on. Will you run again? I am running again. Yeah, I'm running for re-election. Yep. What are you we, nuts? It, it, <laughs> well, I, I I am running because I think, and, and this is what I said at the um, as we concluded our public safety and judiciary omnibus bill. I think that the the way that that bill came together and the debate that we had on the floor of the house is just a perfect distillation of why this DFL trifecta is unfit to lead in this state. And, uh, and the people of Minnesota need to learn about that. So I will be talking to people in my district, but more importantly in other districts across the state of Minnesota to make sure that um, we do everything we can to save this state. Uh, you know, I grew up in Andover, I live in Ramsey. I am proud to represent the community that I uh, grew up in and I'm proud to be from Minnesota and what's happening in the state is not what the people of Minnesota signed up for and so i am i am i'm here i am staying here i know a lot of people are getting disheartened and and leaving and i hope that uh that does not happen um because i think we need the, the people who are fed up and frustrated to stand up and rise up and talk to their neighbors about why what is going on in the state is unsustainable and uh and wrong and uh why we need to get to work to fix it you have children I do. I have um, uh, three. We have three kids. Uh, my, my wife and I, uh, uh, an 11th grader, a 9th grader and a 5th grader. Um, I uh, wanted to raise them in Minnesota. Uh, it was a great place for me to grow up. And I want to leave a state that's a great place for them to grow up and a great place for them to raise their kids um, someday. Uh, and there are a lot of things happening, obviously. And we've only touched on a couple of them here, but there are a lot of things that are taking the state in the wrong direction. Well, God bless you. Let, let's clarify before we let you go, and I hope we speak with you now more frequently. Let's, let's clarify something before we go. The, the line, sexual orientation, does not include physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. That line is not going to be in the bill that Walls signs. Is that correct? The bill that Wall signed is going to delete that line from the Minnesota statutes. All right. Does he know that? That's a good I, question. Does Walls know that? I expect that he knows that. I know that his commissioner of human rights who answers to him knows that and is specifically advocating for that and is specifically advocating for us not to put protective language 
elsewhere in the Minnesota statutes to ensure that that um, does not get misinterpreted by the courts to protect He's those who are affected. He's a teacher. He's yeah. a teacher. My God. Wow. Well, yeah, again, no, again, pedophilia I, remains a criminal act. But yeah, but it shouldn't be this protected. This is the nose in the discrimin- tent, isn't it? Yeah. No, this, they shouldn't be protected from discrimination. They should absolutely yeah. be discriminated well, I agree. against. I agree. Yeah. No, I have spoken face-to-face with his commissioner of human rights who answers directly to him on this, on this issue and on the bias registry issue. And um, the way that we have drafted this, these the statutes, is just irresponsible, in my opinion, on both counts. Uh, Harry, we love talking to you. Let's chat again. Thanks so much for the yeah. great information. It's a hell of an optimistic uh, interview. And we're, well, can't take enough for the time. Yeah. Th- th- thank you guys so much for what you're doing to get the word out to the people of Minnesota. Um, and yes, I know this is, uh, we are in the closing days of this session and um, oh. dishear- it's disheartening times. Um but I, I do believe better better days are ahead for the people of Minnesota because I know from talking to Minnesotans, this is not what people who voted for Democrats last time around thought they were getting. And if we let them know what they're getting, uh, I think we're going to be able to, to turn this around in the state of Minnesota. But it's going to be a lot of work. And I'm uh, I'm resolute, uh, and I hope uh, others will, will uh, you know, bow up and get to work along with me. Hey, Harry, I think Kenny and I both wanted to ask you the same question. Is it true that Hortman wants to wrap this thing up because of a graduation <laughs> ceremony taking place this weekend? No, it's a reunion. A reunion. I'm sorry, a reunion. <laughs> well, it is true that uh, she wants to wrap this up, to, uh, and it is true that she is listed on a panel at a class <laughs> reunion. And beyond that, I, I can't read her mind as to how, you know, how to link those two things together. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair I think enough. a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are drawing inferences from those two true facts. <laughs> thanks, Harry. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank yeah. You. Thanks, guys. Thank See you. Ya. Thank you. Well then, Rebecca Lucero. Yeah, Rebecca Lucero is Walls's Department of Human Rights. He was going to find it here in a second. What are you going to do, huh? (laughs) What is happening? Hey, hey, hey. Isn't exactly clear. There's something going on over there. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. We keep asking the same question. Why? If you listen to, which we were listening to before this show, Walter Hudson, who hopefully is going to either be on with us tomorrow or Friday. Yeah, I uh, I reached out to him, and I will provide this video you're about to mention to the Garage Logic show page. There's a video uh, that I can find no uh, objection to. I don't think it's taken out of context or anything else. It's a video where Walter Hudson breaks down remarks that are being made by Lee. Is it Leah or Lee? Lee. Lee Finky. Lee Fink. Now they're pronouncing it Finky in the legislature. Oh. Whatever. Uh, in which you can discern from her remarks that I believe she wishes 
for pedophilia to be a protected class. Is that is that reasonable? I think that's, that's fair. On what we want. That's if fair. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But we'll link that's 26 minutes. So we don't have time on the show to play the whole thing. But Hudson. It's alarming. It's uh, very alarming. We're, Finky would remain in agreement, I suspect. Well, not I suspect. She would. He, she would remain in agreement that pedophilia as it currently, here's the, here's the key. As we, meaning GLers, as we understand it is a crime. The crowd she represents, I'm going to surmise, wishes it to be understood not to be a crime. Is that based on what we listen to? Does that sound Meaning somewhat I, of life? reasonable? Well, it, it's how I'm wired. Not only do yeah. I, th- yeah, well, y- yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and that, and if you listen to the actual video and the breakdown about how troubling some of the language that's in there is, and her, her, uh, Lee's statement about it. Is, is alarming. It just is. But, you know, Niska got wind of this. He comes along on April 26. He successfully gets a, an amendment passed, 126 to nothing, that says, no, this, you can't scratch that out of there. Right. We still have to have that in there in the Human Rights Bill. You still have to have in there that sexual orientation does not include pedophilia, only to discover they go into a conference committee and... Uh, what what the hell worth is an amendment? I should have asked him that. What, what what was the point of the amendment? It was easily diminished or gotten rid of in conference committee. So that line is not in the bill. Right. That line is not in the bill. You, I'm going to have these people over to my house because you know why? I don't like my garage door to make noises. Ooh, no, I don't bad. like the pulley and cable I'm, I'm noises. Like and, I, I, and, and the guys at Precision Garage Door will come and do that. They have an 85 is it an 85 point inspection and it's free well, they cover everything. No, right? it's a 25. There is, there is an 85 part. That's 60 extra steps. Doors. Right. 25 point safety inspection from your opener to your springs, to your rollers. They're not trying to sell you anything. I met with these people. I, I, they're my new garage people. It's precision garage door, twin cities. It's an $85 value. They'll do it for free. No purchase is necessary. Garage doors can break at any time. You don't want that to happen because uh, garage doors are hard to open without the opener. Mine requires it's about inconvenient. 15 neighbors to get the damn thing up. Uh, they're open uh, 24-7. They don't charge you more for weekend visits. That's Precision Garage Door. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin. I I like this. I like what I'm hearing. I, I guarantee you I'm going to like what I find out when they come over. Uh, they got the cans of stuff, you yep. know. Spray yeah, those sprays. Keep, keep that WD-40. thing. Keep that thing quiet. They'll fix your door, replace C-foam. your door, whatever you need. They fix garage doors correctly. <laughs> Precision Door MN dot com. creep. <laughs> uh, Chris, you if you're interested, out there, yeah. How can Lee Finky not be getting pressure from the LGBT crowd? Because this this paints a pretty grim ugly picture for the the neanderthal straights that think they're all the same this does no good for the gays you're right we'll turn to bill glan now he has even more illumination here 
you know why my wife thinks I'm a juvenile? Hmm. Uh, Harry Nisky, there's a sign about two doors away when he was you running. You keep saying Harry Nielsen? Nisky. No, I keep saying, every time we drove by it, I would say, hey, how's your Harry Niska? And she'd look at me like, what is wrong with you? That is pretty juvenile. I, yeah. I know. I can't yeah. help it. I thought you are going to do Harry Nielsen. No. No, she loves Harry as much as I, I do, have a so. music note for you today, John. Yes, sir. Well, I'll wait. Oh, you're going to do it on the air? Yeah. Well, during your news. Yeah, we can't know. have anything uplifting right now. We're too No, we're going to have to remain down here. I'm going to, can I take a half hour off? I want to watch this uh, video. <laughs> Fascinating. I will watch it after the show. What video is that? I'll send it to you, Kenny. It's the Finky uh, and uh, it's Hudson breaking down Finky. If you go remark. to Walter's Twitter oh. account, I believe it's the most recent post he has up there. It is. It is. I just went there. Well, it's not the most recent, but it's close. You'll find it if you. Go. It was last. Was it last night or this morning? Um, it wasn't last night, but the night before. You know what, <laughs> Kenny? You know what, Kenny? It's to the point where I'm entitled now to think poorly of you. I'm okay to think poorly of you as an LGBT community. You, you've you just shown me why I should think poorly of you. By not fighting him back and saying, hey, don't help us out, Lee. Well, I'm not actually in our part of the LGBTQ <laughs> No, community. you're willing to learn. No, um, you're misunderstanding. I count saying. them as, uh, you know, friends. No, but you're right. But you're right. This doesn't help them. Bro, not at all. Well, so I and and as long as you're not going to stop this LGBT people, then I have a right to think you're a bunch of assholes. Really? But uh, but you don't because you know. In theory, yes, there should be a, a, a leader that says this does not represent. Fakey's their leader. She's in the house. Hold on, give me two minutes, Chris. Okay. Who's the guy that used and to sell Ben something? Ben, ben Taylor. Taylor, here you go. Yep. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He's trans. <laughs> Thank you. Rick. That's how rumors start. <laughs> uh, uh. How about David Clayton Thomas? What about him? Good guy. We might have to skip that. Well, I, right, I you know what? I'll yes. throw you a generic, Chris. Well, let's what, just break the law. Well, back in the old no, days, Joe. Joe Bryan. Everything I said, Chris. Everything's fine. Okay. Joe Bryan. Accused him of something that he untoward, didn't do. Oh, that he did not do. So it's always been an ongoing joke that we had to correct him on the air. And then Joe apologized. Whatever. Is it worse than when Mishki said Joe died when he was? Well, he, he, that was just cancer, wasn't it? No. Yeah. yeah. When Joe apologizes, it's like the Fonz trying to say he was wrong. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was not no, you know, Joe O'Brien. I'm talking member. God, this whole story has gotten so we convoluted. Well, I'm not really listening. So. Rob O'Brien, <laughs> he's out of town this week, just not indoors. Did he email us? I know you can buy these stupid, big, shiny boxes with neat pictures of deers and bears on them pretty much anywhere the, the bent two by four store, the grocery store, uh, the Walmart store. But uh, stop, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. Hold on, hang on. Don't do that. I need you to go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Take a look at the Liberty lineup of safes. They provide the best protection from calamity you can possibly get. And then when that, you're convinced a little bit to finish it off, stop into Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. Meet the owner, Rich. 
Tommy heard some fathead on the air talking uh, talking about these Liberty safes, and you want to know if they're the real deal. He's an easygoing stand-up guy. He's not going to send you home with something you don't want and or need. And that's as far as he, also talking about your budget, too. He's not going to make you spend 10K on something if you don't need it. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Liberty Safes, a, a, a marriage made in heaven. Absolutely the best place in the Midwest to pick up a safe. Get to that website, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Hello, listeners all throughout the United States and around the world. You're listening to a show that broadcasts from Minnesota. Minnesota is a state for now now, that is quite seriously getting destroyed uh, in numerous numerous ways, financially for certain, uh, but also culturally and ideology. I think one of the things the mystery and Mysterians have been successful in accomplishing is disabusing the human race of the idea of their being right and wrong. They, uh, they live and everything goes, anything mm-hmm. goes. And uh, pedophilia is wrong. There's just no two ways about it. There's, there's, you there's have no, no reason to protect. You them. have no argument. It's wrong. Hold on, Prebs. <laughs> but, and it still remains a crime. Uh, let's, let's turn to Bill Glahn, who we had in yesterday, and his uh, writing from the Center of the American Experiment. Uh, you may recall that I discussed that two provisions in this post, the pedophilia issue appeared to have been solved. We just went through this with Harry Nisko. The pedophilia issue appeared to have been solved with a timely amendment offered by state rep Harry Niska that was adopted by unanimous vote of the Minnesota House, 126 to 0. The problem occurs in the 500-plus page public safety omnibus bill, Senate file 2909 on page 438, lines 20 and 21. Sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult, meaning don't come around telling me you're a pedophilia and want exceptions for that or protections. That's not going to be in the bill. But they struck through that line. The strike through indicates that the above language is being removed from existing statute section 36A.03 subdivision 44. The context of this removed language is that current state law protects everyone from discrimination based on their sexual orientation, whatever that may be for a given person. Current law makes clear that protected sexual orientations do not include those held by pedophiles. But that's been struck. Do you follow that? Mm -hmm. Here is the current definition of protected sexual orientation. Sexual orientation means having or being perceived as having an emotional, physical, or sexual attachment to another person without regard to the sex of that person or having or being perceived as having an orientation for such attachment or having or being perceived as having a self-image or identity not traditionally associated with one's biological maleness or femaleness. 
Sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. That's the current law. The last line of the law being sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. By removing that last sentence, there is no longer any lower limit to the age of the object of a person's orientation. The NISCA amendment made clear elsewhere in statute that pedophilia is not a protected class. That amendment was removed. The final language now holds that all sexual orientations are protected under state law, whatever they may be. And then I'm going to read a statement from Representative Niska. Without Republicans in the room, Democrats stripped from the bill language Niska successfully amended without opposition to House File 2890, a predecessor bill. He said his amendment eliminated concerns. Language in the original bill could be interpreted as protecting pedophiles under the Human Rights Act, simply indicating the physical or sexual attachments to children by an adult is not a protected class under the chapter. And he thought he had that solved. Oh, the 29-paragraph account in the Star Tribune has not a single word about the pro-pedophile change. I'm reading from uh, Glan again. Niska also points out that the bill includes $645,000 in new funding, line 5.28, for the Department of Human Rights to report on civil rights trends. The report, page 49, line 23, appears to be a warmed-over version of the hate speech registry, that the Democrats were pushing earlier. The new language orders the department to analyze civil rights trends pursuant to this chapter, including information compiled from community organizations that work directly with historically marginalized communities and prepare a report each biennium that recommends policy and system changes to reduce and prevent further civil rights incidents across Minnesota. The words trends, information, and incidents are not defined. So the department is free to track whatever they want for whatever purpose they desire. So these are two of the most crucial things. Well, there's three crucial things that have happened. One is the state has behaved financially irresponsibly. The, uh, the surplus money will be spent and not saved or redistributed back to the taxpayers. Which, number one, is huge hell to get over. So they've behaved in a fiduciary manner that would get them in big, big trouble if they weren't in government. Right. And two, uh, they have uh, clung to the idea, clinged, whatever the word is, they have maintained the idea that they have the right to establish some sort of registry to uh, define individuals who they might find to have been uh, not ideologically pure enough in their eyes. We don't know who is going to determine that or what the ramifications that will be. And that, and also in the public safety omnibus bill, they have struck the language that excludes pedophilia from being a protected class. And if you listen to the Finky inter uh, remarks in the House, what I took from them, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. What I took from them is 
we uh, just don't understand the true nature of uh, sexual identity and sexual orientations. And we don't understand why it, it might be uh, a sexual orientation to, to be attracted to children. And that's because we just don't understand that. How about 60 seconds? Yes. Representative Finke. Um, members, I rise in support of the bill today. Um, I've risen uh, numerous times on the floor since arriving here, um, but I haven't, I haven't risen to speak since the last time that this bill was in this chamber. Talking about public. The last time this bill was in this chamber, um, my my life turned upside down, and I haven't wanted to speak. Again, because now I know what happens when I speak. What happens when I speak is different than it was before that day. Uh, and I'm nervous, and I just want to acknowledge that because this bill has completely upended my life. That's too bad. All right. So you'll notice right from the Here's outset Hudson. that the focus here is entirely on the representative's personal feelings and personal experience. And, and this really does set the stage for what follows, because the entire argument here is that because of how the law makes certain people feel, we ought to change it, regardless of the substance of that law, regardless of the effect of that law on innocent life. We need to change the law because of how certain people feel about it being worded in the way that it is. Excuse me. Uh my other bill that we have in this project is, is the one, the Take Pride Act. And, um, you know, a lot of things have... Let's just pause right there. So the title of the bill, the title of the bill that removes language from the Human Rights Act, excluding pedophilia from consideration as a sexual orientation, is called the Take Pride Act. So by implication, the LGBT community is taking pride in removing a civil protection against pedophilia from state law. That's what they're saying. It's not what I'm saying. That's not my presentation of their action. That's their presentation of their action. The Take Pride Act, which scratches out language from the Human Rights Act which says we're not going to consider the physical or sexual attachment to a child by an adult to be a sexual orientation. Telling. Let's go forward. Have been said about that piece of legislation. Um, a lot of things have been said for the last few weeks, a lot of things in the Senate, a lot of things here tonight about this agency bill that I happened to pick up uh, in my first session. Okay, so th that's worth pausing to note as well. And I didn't know this, that apparently this was an agency bill. And so in other words, a state agency hand crafted this bill and handed it to the representative to introduce and to advance to the legislature. That's very alarming. So it's not just your elected officials who pushed for this. It's the people who, whose salaries are paid for with your tax dollars in positions of leadership within state agencies 
who are pushing this idea that we should remove an existing exemption of pedophilia from consideration as a sexual orientation or protected class. Uh, alarming, don't you think? All mm-hmm. right, let's go back. It's enough. Okay. And two points about that. Uh, it was Lucero, Walls' Commissioner of Human Rights, uh, that apparently handcrafted this, which is unusual. Which means, of course, that Walls will have no trepidation about signing this. His own presumably hand-selected commissioner mm-hmm. is is advancing this. Walls will sign this. And two, there can be no doubt now that there was only one reason Finky ran for office. Yep. And one so overwhelmingly with a lot of outside support. There can be only one reason he wanted to be in the legislature, and that was to bring about these actions for the trans community. Kenny, I can't remember if Kenny said it on the air or off the air. Well, let me say it here, because for the last 10 minutes I've been researching going into this, I asked off the air, how come nobody in the LGBTQ community has come out against Lee and said, wait a minute, what you're doing here is painting all of us in a rather negative light. And none of us like kids or want anything to do with kids or think people that um, abuse kids should be protected. Um, And I think you had some things to say about that. But meanwhile, I finally found something called the LGBTQ Nation. Mm -hmm. And I'm going back in their news. I'm all the way back to May 4th of this year. And they haven't said one thing about this case. And they cover every little thing that has to do with the gay, lesbian, trans across the entire United States. Just the most minutiae little stories you can possibly imagine. And they have not covered this case. And I'm wondering what the hell. Well, I, I know, have a question. I know gay guys who have children, and they certainly would not be on board with this. I would say the same thing about lesbian couples yeah. that have children, yeah. I would assume. Go ahead, John. What? Well, I uh, have been researching also like you through this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in most, well, in almost all cases, uh, pedophilia is not considered medically or mentally as a sexual orientation. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it were a sexual orientation, you could never, you know, according to their definition, you could never change it. In other words, you're born a pedophile and you yeah. stay a pedophile and you're not yeah. going to change it, just like a gay person. Uh, so it, it already is not considered a sexual orientation. And that's, you know, the only, but, the only reason they say that but is. But this bill, is, this it bill is, makes it a sexual yeah, orientation. it is here. See, I think if you scratch that line, or if you leave that line and you make it redundant, that's the way I would look at it. And I'm not saying I'm for or against either I way. I, you lost me. I don't. What, well, why I, would I you, think if you're it, trying too hard to be a contrarian. If you take that line out of the bill, you are protecting pedophilia for legal purposes as a sexual orientation. If you leave it in there, then you're already making a statement that we already know is true. For instance, but, but why? my no, tree no, is no. green. No, obviously there was a need for it to be in there, which we're now witnessing. 
Illegally. Are you speaking legally or? I'm speaking culturally, ideologically, theologically, and legally. But it's all about discrimination against this group. I'm going to discriminate against pedophiles. Yeah, well, that's just natural. Yeah, (laughs) why wouldn't you? That's what they want to protect them. Well, they're from. not going to stop me. It's, it's like it's like saying <laughs> well, to me, if, if, pedof- if, me. Oh, if pedophilia is a crime and it's not a sexual orientation, what's the difference between saying that or putting in a bill that murder a murderer cannot be? You know, I see John's point, and then so the question is: so what the hell's going on here? What's your game? What's the Why? end game? Why? Exactly. Why are you doing this? Yeah, see, and I believe there is an end game. I do too. Yeah. I'm with and Joe. I do. I want to watch this uh, the Hudson thing uh, because I want to see if there's a uh... yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. We apparently <laughs> I'm getting Chris? all kinds of very hysterical signals. Just trying to keep us keep, keep the old train on so the track. So we have to take a break, okay. everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I'll well, if you take a break, I'm going to take a break on my scooter. I rode it last night. Did you? Had to go to a uh, situation. I rode my scooter. Here he comes. And uh, guys <laughs> gathered around it and Here said, man, do you look tough on that thing, huh? That Harley? No, it's not a Harley. It's a Yamaha service by EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville. EcoFun Motorsports has all the gas-powered scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure. They've got the youth recreational equipment. They've got golf carts. They've got 4 by 4s They've got well, of course, it's the electric bike capital of the world, Bintelli e-bikes. Here comes Joe. Here I come, hey, Bintelli e-bikes, the Vanderhall Roadsters. I'm afraid to go there because i got to come away with either a golf cart or a Vanderhall Roadster. Great service, uh, apparel, helmets, good people. EcoFun has been with us almost from the very beginning, and we appreciate it. And GLers have enjoyed discovering EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately west of 35, and in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42, EcoFunMotorsports.com. I, I would, John, I would yeah. say someone uh, smarter than us thought it necessary to have that in the bill. Well, I, and now these people who are not smart as us want it out of there. Wasn't the original reason it was in the bill was to differentiate pedophiles from gay people, right? That's the, remember the placement of the original thing. Yes. That's why, that's why Niska yes. moved it to get it yeah. away from that pr- yes. proximity. Well, maybe to the maybe. same line. I, I think it was in the bill to reinforce the idea that pedophiles are not going to be uh, granted any protection whatsoever under the identity of sexual orientation. But if it's not a sexual orientation, see, I don't understand. But that's what they said with that. That line says that we're not acknowledging pedophilia as a sexual okay. orientation. So they're just backing up and what now, the medical now, community says. The what community? Medical community says, which is what everything I've been reading for the last half hours said. So it's not considered a sexual do you, do orientation. You, do you do you see though where by scratching the line you're including it as a sexual orientation? No. All right. I need <laughs> well, a kill. Yeah, you are. All right. I'm gonna share with you. Well, the okay. Well then is bestiality a sexual orientation? That That's isn't not in, in here. There. If it was in here, it's, I bet that'd be scratched. It's not in there. 
So, so it obviously must be then. If if now pedophilia is, then bestiality must be. Neither Jesus, one's. I don't in know there. how oh. you can go out of your way to defend this. For I, I'm not trying to defend right. it. I'm just saying it. Hey. Here's here. You and I have had this argument before. The whole cultural issue thing drives me crazy. I like it after they shave the sheep. <laughs> I need to push this button. <laughs> Which button? Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. I don't understand how you get all those Democrats to agree with that. It's a you're either with us or against us mentality, right, Johnny? Ridiculous. I'll be calling them about you guys. You know what Reaver said today? They make my employment very uncomfortable. 53-minute <laughs> mark in the Tuesday podcast. Yeah. <laughs> get a ticket, maybe. To collect. There, there can't be. See, if that happens, then, I mean, there can't be. That can never well, happen. What's the point of this? John... How can you say that, though, when you see what's happening? But that's so over-the-top stupid that they well, couldn't they're awesome. Hello. Hello. <sighs> well, Joe, I hope you're happy. Hi. Yeah, you're responsible for all this. Yeah, Joe. We're blaming Joe for all of this. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. We should have just kept rolling on what we were talking about. Yeah, it sounded like exactly what we were talking <laughs> yeah, about. It did, exactly. Okay, I think I have a way that John and I can find common ground. Well, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you guys. I'm just saying, I, I, you know, the whole cultural wars thing drives me crazy. Talk about damned issues. Talk about what? Damned issues. The this is politicians. An this is an issue. This is who's running your state. Yeah, well, great. Let them deal with issues that actually run the state then. But they're not. But they're not. I that's know that's my point. Instead, we're worried about pedophiles. We're worried about books, which ones not to put in the library. We're worried about, you know, it's, it drives me nuts. All right. We ready? Can, was, it, was it Rhythm Core that did Common Ground? Johnny, when you get to the midway point, one. please throw it to oh, the road. Oh, are we doing news? Hey, pro. What do you, you need? need a pro here. I need um because we're going to John. Yes. I need Minnesota Masonic from you today, rookie. Okay. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. David, professionalturf.com. Boy, he really knows how to do it right. He's got himself a, he's got a division that does the irrigation stuff for homes and uh, for uh, commercial buildings. If you got an irrigation system, he can fix that thing. He can wake it up in the spring, put it to bed in the fall. He's got himself this lawn deal where if you've got a skanky yard, they're going to come out and turn that deal around. Next thing you know, you're going to have the best lawn on the block. You didn't have to lift a finger. All you did was to log on to professionalturf.com. Then he's got this landscaping division. Who knew? They're absolutely brilliant. If you want to make a change, I'm, I'm picturing your backyard right now, pal. It looks like the Adams family. And like your grandpa, you probably got an, an illegal weed growing right back there behind <laughs> the shed, don't you? Just like rookie's grandpa. Yeah. Uh, Pro Turf can come in there. They'll, I mean, if you want to keep the weed, I suppose they can keep it. They don't care. Uh, but they can get rid of all the other crap, uh, get rid of that stuff that was put in in the late 50s, and it looks like it, 
and they can do whatever you want. Rocks, your pond, a creek, mulch bed, trees, perennials, you name it, they can do it. You'll be happy. You'll have the best lawn in the neighborhood and an amazing outdoor environment. And all you had to do was click on professionalturf.com. Based on the first 50 minutes of this show, there is nothing to prevent me from thinking that this state is run by some really, really bad people. <laughs> I mean that seriously, really bad, bad people. And we're stuck with them until they're defeated and gotten out of here. Uh, evil's not too strong a word uh, because I'm convinced that I don't trust these people as far as I can throw them. You want it, you want, you don't want that line in the human rights bill that excludes you. You want to include sexual attachment to children as a sexual orientation. You want to include it. I want to exclude it. That's my sermon. And basically, if, if Finky's for it, I'm against it. I'm just whatever, that whatever fun. that character's for. I'm <laughs> they would come back at you and say, we want to protect all Minnesotans, no matter who yeah. they are from discrimination. Well, I'm and sorry. And that includes felons. You come and into child my store rapers. and apply for a job and you put down pedophilia, I'm kicking your ass out. You ain't getting the Sheep job. Sheep lovers, yeah. come on in. Yeah. Whatever you whatever you're into, we're going to protect you from discrimination, even if it's illegal. Here's John Hyde. Even though there's not going to be any jobs for you to apply for in a couple of years. <laughs> no, because these people are financial they, idiots. Because they don't do the job they're supposed to. Okay, now uh, to the news. <laughs> no, uh, 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 you're right. Expand yeah. on that. No, no, he's right. Well, they, they don't that. fix the highway. Kicking, so, come on, just yeah, do it. They're busy kicking this nonsense around when you're right, John. Let's go with the uh, highway but here. If this isn't nonsense if this is what they're focused on and they win this. That ain't nonsense. Mm. How about we have an a la carte system with our taxes? I, I want to pay for you roads. Oh, I'd yeah. love that idea. You know, I, okay, yeah, sure. Here's some money for the schools. I'll That's go fine. street lights. Yes, yeah, street lights. I'll do that. Um, okay, what else? Uh, but all this yeah. other garbage? No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. There's, I, a, you know there's a pothole on Edgecombe in St. Paul that is the worst, and I'm not exaggerating, the, the worst street. I've seen. And everyone knows it now, so we know how to get around Give it. Give me the cross street. Oh, I will. Is it on the curb? Okay. But I, I want to... Make a sign, a professional sign. Hey, St. Paul residents, you know how do you guy. like your property taxes now? And I want to put it, I want to put it in on a middle. stand inside that pothole. Like it's a billboard. <laughs> yeah, like it's a, a traffic cone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the there first. There was a traffic cone in it that's been removed. Oh, my God. What's a safety oh, Maybe they fixed it once. You guys have no. warning signs saying pothole ahead, like we do out in the country? No, no. we don't have that. That no. costs too much. Um, I, I keep going back to what you said when Putin invaded Ukraine. You remember what you said? No. Because he knows, he, he knew he could get away with it because the United States is not a serious country. Right. right. This is the kind of things we're worried about. Yep. The, uh, up here at Andover, they're about every 10 feet, but they're in, it's like a road. So you just avoid that one area because they continue on for a mile every 10 oh, they're, feet. They're well spaced. Yeah. Perfectly spaced. Yep. Uh, you know, the first a la carte folks, Chris, you know who that was for taxes, mm -hmm. was all the radical lefties in the late 60s who said, I'll pay my taxes. I don't want to pay for the Vietnam War. That was a Joan Baez thing. I remember it. Uh, I'll, take a, I'll take a lefty from the late 60s over these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Conservatives by today's standards. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be you? 
Well, lefty that's fish. why I'm saying that. I'll take me. I'll take me over to you and Tricky Dick Nixon. Uh, all right. In the news, uh, by the way, this news is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Early this morning, members of the Minnesota Senate passed an education finance bill, speaking of spending money, with a 35 to 32 vote. Passage comes one day after the House of Reps passed at 70-62, and it now heads to Governor Tim Walz's desk, where he will, we assume, sign it. You think, think he, he will. will? You think so? You think oh, so? I don't know. Look over. Turned out to go. be a bad guy. I had no idea. But this is an additional amount, right? The the two oh, the, the legis yeah. legislation increases state spending on education by about two point two six billion dollars. Right, because that's going to solve everything. Or ten percent over the next two years. It also boosts per student spending by four percent next year and two percent in twenty twenty five. Civics and personal finance courses will be required for high school graduations for students who start ninth grade in the 2024-2025 school year, and Holocaust and genocide studies will be added to the social studies curriculum starting in the 2026-2027 school year. The Education Finance Bill also includes other provisions, such as replacing Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day on the school calendar and prohibiting the use of Native American symbols or names as mascots unless all 11 Minnesota tribes approve an exemption. Uh, schools will also be required to carry menstrual products and opiate antagonists. Lawmakers also approved $74.4 million for support personal uh, personnel aid and workforce development to respond to students' mental, or, mental, behavioral, or physical health needs. I'm so old, I remember that we studied things like the Holocaust in history class. Hmm. You know, we didn't oh, need any legislative dinosaur, uh, huh? We didn't need any legislative action. One of the numbers you just cited, John, yes, struck, sir. struck me. You just said $2.6 billion. Increase, uh -huh. which is 10 percent mm -hmm. of yeah. the budget. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a 10 percent increase over the next two years. A 10 percent wow. increase of wow. the school budget, of right? The school budget, which yes, which is more than half the state's budget, right? Meaning yeah. that that's now going from 26 bill to 28.6. Wow, that's a lot of money. That is a lot. What are these morons going to do when companies start leaving the state? You mean the ones that are. It's already happening. Yeah. What What are they going to do? It's all fun and games, so you run out of other people's money, Joe. Well, That's right. Did you see uh, Wal Governor Walz's tweet was, "Hey, Florida teachers and families, yeah. come to Minnesota. We're the place to live in 2023." Yeah, I'm moving to Florida. How, to move to this godforsaken. How long ago house. was that, Matt? Yesterday, uh, I believe. I think it was yesterday. So he's still pounding on that. Yep. Yeah. That's been a deal for when did we do that fake ad, John? About six months ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. 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 New details are expected to be revealed actually this hour as we record this regarding the state settlement with e-cigarette maker Juul and tobacco giant Altria. Governor Walls and Attorney General Keith Ellison set to announce details in an afternoon press conference. Settlement was reached on the day of closing arguments in the trial against the two companies. Settlement terms have remained confidential since documents needed to be filed with the court. Before the trial, Ellison said he was looking for more than $100 million in damages. Last year, Ellison spoke out after multiple states reached a $438.5 million settlement with Juul, saying Minnesota was not a part of that settlement. He issued a statement on Twitter regarding the deal, saying, in part, we are taking Juul and Altria to trial. We'll be the first state to do so for deceiving Minnesotans about the harms their product 
uh, products, causes especially on young people. I guess if the documents are private, we'll never know how much Ellison's going to skim off the take. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, thank you. Target today reporting another quarterly profit decline, issued a cautious sales and profit outlook for the current period. Minneapolis-based company dealing with rising costs, which includes rising theft as a big factor, and consumers who have become more cautious about spending their money. Despite all of that, the company still topped Wall Street expectations and stuck to annual uh, profit guidance above industry analyst projections. Target is among the first major U.S. retailers to report quarterly results. A lot of attention will be paid to the impact that all of this has on customers. Walmart, the nation's largest retailer, reports earnings tomorrow. Macy's, Kohl's, and Nordstrom post quarterly results later this month. Are you aware that Target is going to debut a new LGBTQ clothing line for kids? Mm -hmm. I was not. Pride kids, BU, one-piece swimsuits, pride toddlers, sleeveless rompers. What does that mean? A romper is a romper. Happy socks kids. That's a three-pack of pride socks. Pride toddler rainbow leggings. Pride kids sleeveless A-line dress, pink. Target. What? Uh, okay. Wow. So they got all that. So the next time you're at Target, you can get uh, pride clothes. Take pride. Something to look forward the to. The Take Pride Act. Hey, that's great. A man who was arrested well, last... Pretty well for Anheuser-Busch. Maybe it'll work that well for Target. <laughs> man who was arrested last year in Savage and is accused of preparing for a violent battle with police has pleaded guilty now to a federal charge. U.S. Attorney's Office's 21-year-old River William Smith pleaded guilty to possession of a machine gun yesterday. The Attorney's Office says concerned citizens told the FBI in September about his weird behavior at a gun range. Over the next couple of months, court documents say Smith started talking with an FBI confidential source through social media and said he was pro-mass shooting and sympathized and admired past school shooters. Federal authorities also learned Smith had access to an AR-style rifle, handguns, body armor, and a Kevlar helmet, and he had studied what he called the enemy by watching police body cam videos of shootings. According to federal prosecutors, Smith asked a different confidential FBI source for auto sears on November 17th, hoping to make his AR-15 rifle and handguns into fully automatic weapons. He then bought the auto sears from the informant November 28th, also asked about getting some hand grenades, which he then bought from the source in December. Smith was arrested during a scheduled meeting between him and the confidential source. His sentencing date has not yet been scheduled. A Forest Lake woman received a very unusual honor from a restaurant. Chris Henry inducted yesterday into the White Castle Cravers Hall of Fame at the company's corporate headquarters in Ohio. Henry was selected after writing a letter to the company saying she bought her home because it was close to a White Castle. I would have bet $1,000 she wasn't married, but she's married. Hmm. Henry said, it was amazingly excited. I never in a million years would I have thought I'd be sitting here. Is there Henry... meat in a, in a uh, <laughs> is there meat in one of those burgers? Steamed meat and onions. I knew you'd know that. Yes. Yeah. You're the food guy. Yes. Henry How awesome would it be to live next to that chicken joint? Just yeah. walk With right on the window. Yeah, I, I just have them. Just long. have them hand me a uh, just hand me a chicken bread. Reach out the window. <laughs> and no the and no bun. No bun. Just keep the Reach bread. Out, yeah, no bread. No just bun. put it in my hand. Oh God, help me! This woman who got an award. Oh my yeah, God. She received not Who's only an award. Last night. Yeah, she, she received. Was on the Joe. news last night. 
Yeah. She got not only news. You seen it? I seen it. I seen it. She got not only the award, uh, Joe, but you probably saw this. Then too, she got, and this is how it was written in the story, the iconic white castle jacket. Oh, oh never seen one. I've I've never seen one. Oh, I seen it. You seen I, uh, it? I seen it. I seen it. Let me tell you my White Castle story. I'll make it short. Uh, when, I I first, so. when I first met my wife and we came to visit her family here in Minnesota, I didn't know what White Castle was. We don't have them in North Dakota, right? So they said, oh, man, let's get burgers. We'll go to White Castle. I'm thinking I'm going to get a big, juicy, mm, 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 rare, go, rare yeah. burger. Yeah. And I get, you know, this thing, this yeah, it was big. Yeah, sheetrock that, or something. Yeah, right? that smells like, you know. Well, you know, you yeah, guys. Sanibel Jim is another one. normal guy. Sanibel yeah. Jim, normal yeah. guy. Somewhat. He takes his wife to White Castle on their anniversary. Oh, he said they get candles and the whole deal. Well, if she nice. likes it. Maybe she likes it. Her, um, Sanibel, I, I don't know about that. My wife loves White uh, Castle, but I won't allow her to buy it and put it in the car because it makes well, the car smell so bad. You might as so well bad. tell us what you use it for. <laughs> what I use White Castle for? Yeah. Eating. Dressing. Well, what about your oh, dressing? dressing. Yeah, that's dressing. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's the one Jeez, thing. I didn't know what you were going to say. I didn't know either. <laughs> something really in the oh, well, Just well, sit on I, it for a while. There's and... this cavity. Let's, uh, <laughs> on that note, let's uh, let's hear more from the Rook as we take a short break from the news. Well, let's switch some gears. You know, we've been talking about the government trying to help people out or legislation and all this other crap. Forget them. They can't help you. No. They can't the help you in the right can. way. Minnesota Masonic Charities. Go to mnmasoniccharities.org. They're in the private sector. They have been helping people out. The Freemasons started helping people out a long, long time ago, and that trend continues today, which is why Minnesota Masonic Charities, which started in 2006, they all combined, and they said, let's keep doing a good job. Let's keep helping people, whether it be um, uh, scholarships, whether it be just uh, helping people that are old get a nice a soft ending to their life, all sorts of stuff. Helping childrens they're compassionate, they're committed, and they're capable. They are garage logicians. They're in the garage, for crying out loud, figuring out how can we help these people that need our help without the government being involved. And they've done it. They've done it for hundreds of years, and specifically Minnesota Masonic Charities has done it since 2006. Please learn more by going to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. Find out about the scholarships for next year, 952-948-6200, minnesotamasoniccharities.org. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that about a Masonic, but... As yesterday's positive report card shows, <laughs> children do learn. <laughs> children, they help the children. I looked up at you, Chris, as soon as he said it. I, I could feel it. You I did. Well, he did. He, he said, said children. You said children do learn. All I no, could I didn't say of... do learn. Children's. Helping children. As yesterday's positive report card shows, <laughs> children do learn. Yeah. My brother just sent that to me, Steve, yesterday. <laughs> Uh, the uh, we won't get fooled again. He said, I came across oh, this on YouTube and I couldn't so stop good. laughing. Oh, can't, can't get fooled again. I, so old saying in Texas, I sort of in Pittsburgh or Nashville, or whatever. Can't be fool me once, shame on, shame. and he just you lost it, it there. Yeah, shame on you, you, you. Fool. We can't get fooled again. And, and he said the last part so fast you could tell just because he wanted to get over with. Right. Well, it just, won't get fooled again. Get fooled again. Audio corner I had. Audio corner I had. <laughs> oh, God help us. Children's 
Do learns. After we spend another two point nine billion, what'll happen, President? The children, children do learn. learn. Oh, Pete, you wish him on the moon. There's fire in the kitchen. You dug yourself a hole. Mm-hmm. What would you give to have him back? Oh my God! Don't get fooled again. Oh, he looks so young too. He just looks like a baby. Did you guys see the? Speaking of not looking young, Diane, uh, what's her name? Diane Steve. Steve. I yeah. thought it was uh, Mick Jagger. She looks like Skeletor from. She looks like Mick Jagger. Yeah, she does. Well, we she said that died. day. Like, why did they wheel uh, a dead a cadaver in? Yeah, <laughs> they wheeled her in. One eye like, oh. closed. Chris, can you find that? I bet you couldn't. What's that? That fake promotional ad that the Krabby Coffee Shop did to lure. Floridians to Minnesota to Minnesota. Well, we all we we all did it. I I guess I meant. Did you guys pre-record it or was it? Did you do it during the show? No, we devoted a whole show to it. Okay. Um, but I he from time to time he um he drops it in, which leads me to believe that it's somewhere just available where he can just grab it. Roscoe, if you're listening, send it to me. If you've got it, otherwise I'll start looking for it. Why would Ross or send him what listening? you named it? Sometimes Ross listens send what to you named it. Hi, Floridians. Can you guys hear that? To avoid Florida that's man, it. Right? Alligators yeah. and hurricanes. Yeah, that's Come going. to Minnesota. We procreate and recreate all year round. Spring on the lake. That's when we take our old car to the lake. Then we stand around and we bide our time. Wait for the ice to break. Winter time at the old lake. Cut a hole and poop. The warden person says hello. You just say oops. Yeah, but we also welcome your poor driving habits. That's uh, from Kenny. Yeah. The sound quality in the original is fine, but yeah. No, we need the How are you playing it, Kenny? Is it an MP3? I've I've actually had to go to the podcast, which was on December fourteenth of twenty twenty two. What time? it was that long ago? Yeah. Holy moly! What what what's the time mark, Ken? Uh, it's at the very end, 45, 44. No, Joe, don't start. Kill his mic. <laughs> Sorry, the date again was what? Um, December fourteenth. Yeah. Well, ho- December. Move to Minnesota. <laughs> Sorry. Give me the time mark again. Uh, right around forty-four <laughs> or forty-five. It's after the show is over. We we aired the final product. I think I got it. Yep, I got it. You want it when we come back? Oh, I don't think we should run it on GL's air, should we? I would just thought we'd play it for the council. Oh, because oh. I don't think Such has ever heard it. And alligators and hurricanes. It. Back New it up. Episodes drop every week you wherever go. you get your podcasts. Here, play it on during the show. Hi, I'll introduce it as uh, we just got this from the governor's office. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ken, are you ready for him? Yeah, I'll do a DK here. All right. Joe, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I am rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. We've got a big event to look forward to coming from DK Mags in June. DK Mags is providing a Sig Sour Try Before You Buy event at Metro Gun Club on the 3rd of uh, June. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Along with this one-day event, DK Mags 
They'll also be offering 10% off Sig Sauer firearms, accessories, 15% off ammo, and Saturday will be the last day to qualify for the $60 Sig Sauer web store promotion. And if that's not enough, as my voice cracks, uh, DK Mags will be giving away a Metro Gun Club pistol membership. All you have to do is sign up when you try a SIG on the 3rd. And when you visit DK Mags, make sure to sign up for a chance to win a second membership. You got a lot of signing up to do is, is the deal here, but it could all pay off in the end. Remember, all of the same pricing. It's available at their second location, Monticello Pawn and Gun. DK Mags, they're on Old 8 New Brighton and on the web, dkmags.com. A courier just delivered from the governor's office. The new ad that'll start running on Twin Cities radio stations. I think in Florida, this is running oh, in Florida. I'm sorry, it's running in Florida. This is from the state of Minnesota. Tired of trying to avoid Florida man, alligators and hurricanes? Come to Minnesota. We procreate and recreate all year round. Spring on the lake, that's when we take our old car to the lake. Then we stand around and we bide our time, wait for the ice to break. Winter time at the old lake, cut a hole and poop. The warden bursts in, he says hello, you just say oops. We also welcome your poor driving habits. Minnesota's <laughs> drive too slow in the fast lane. They drive too fast in the snow. You lived here 35 years by now, you should know. <laughs> Don't be afraid of the cold. You can camp outdoors in negative 35. It's 35 below. Let's set up camp and live outdoors. Don't eat food or drink and you never have to go to the store except the liquor store. Please come to Minnesota, even <laughs> though we really don't want you here. Drive safe and look out for deer. Tell your folks I said hi. Thank you. They, you're well, hearing that. That's in response to yesterday. Uh, Governor Tim Walz tweeted out, Florida teachers and families, if you're looking for a place where you can live in 2023, you're welcome in Minnesota. I'm sure they'll be flocking here. He was doing that back in December. Yeah, I was going to say he tweets that, that every yeah, week. Yeah, every week or so, he sends out another message to Floridians who, no tax, remember that. Well, this Free was state, also warm. In, in response to a Florida teacher. This is from CNN. Florida teacher says she is under investigation after showing fifth grade class Disney movie with gay character. I don't know what that means. Well, it's a story because she was then interviewed and said, well, it doesn't matter because when your child comes to the classroom, they're property of the public school system. That's why. That sounds like a really old story. Yeah. I, I seem to remember that one from six months ago, too. Oh, this one says May 15th, 2023. Okay. All right. In other news, authorities say they're still not sure uh, why that 18-year-old gunman went on a shooting spree Monday in New Mexico. A 98-year-old woman and her 73-year-old daughter among the three people killed by 18-year-old Bo Wilson, a high school student who roamed through the neighborhood on Monday, firing indiscriminately at homes and passersby in their vehicles, according to authorities in the northwestern New Mexico, uh, New Mexico town of Farmington. In all, Wilson shot nine people Monday morning before four Farmington police officers fatally shot him. Farmington Police Sergeant Rachel Desenzo was wounded in exchange of fire with the assailant. New Mexico State Police Officer Andres Stamadias was shot as he came to the scene. Four other wounded victims were hospitalized. They've been released, though. Investigators are still working on a motive for the shooting. Interviews with Wilson's family indicated they had concerns about his mental health, but it was unknown whether Wilson had been diagnosed with any mental health issues. The shooter only had minor infractions as a juvenile, so he was not on the radar of authorities according to a deputy.
Wells Fargo has agreed to pay $1 billion, that's with a B, to settle a lawsuit filed by its shareholders who allege the bank made misleading statements about its compliance with federal regulators after that fake account opening scandal came to light back in 2016. The class action lawsuit filed on behalf of hundreds of thousands of public employees of Rhode Island and Mississippi, whose retirement funds had invested in Wells Fargo. Federal judge in New York granted preliminary approval of the settlement that was filed late Monday. John, you were wondering earlier about uh, the the um, lawsuit with the state and Jewel. Uh, Hauser just yeah. tweeted, tweeted a minute ago that it is now official. Did they say how much or anything or no? $68.5 million in lawsuit settlement for selling e-cigarette products harmful to kids. They'll also pay state legal fees. Ellison says the company's deceptively marketed to kids during the peak of vaping epidemic. Got it. Uh, Democrats scoring victories on Tuesday that could bode well, according to political watchers, for the party's chances in 2024. In Jacksonville, Florida, voters elected Donna Deegan as the city's first female mayor ever. Deegan came into the contest as a big underdog, but earned 52% of the vote to beat Republican Daniel Davis. Davis was endorsed by Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, and had a substantial fundraising advantage. Florida Democrats have struggled in recent elections, but political watchers say Diggins' win undermined suggestions that the state is firmly Republican. Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, a victory in a special election gave Democrats the 102 seats needed to control the agenda in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. State Senate has a Republican majority in Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, on the Republican side, a Donald Trump-backed candidate defeated a candidate backed by Ron DeSantis in the Kentucky Republican gubernatorial primary. Daniel Cameron coming out on top there. He'll face incumbent Democrat Andy Bashir. College wars in Florida. Students of the new College of Florida have planned to host an alternative graduation ceremony to oppose what they call a hostile takeover of their institution through trustees appointed by Governor DeSantis earlier this year. Graduation, which will be separate from the official ceremony, is being organized by new college seniors with support from the alumni-run Novo Collegian Alliance. They've raised already 105000 of the $130,000 funding goal for their ceremony on the GoFundMe page. Governor DeSantis had appointed six new members to a board of trustees in January, leading to a backlash from students who opposed the views. The tapping of Scott Atlas as the speaker for the graduation ceremony on Friday also became a flashpoint between students and the administration. Dr. Atlas, a controversial figure, served as a top advisor to Donald Trump. In their alternative commencement ceremony scheduled for Thursday, the students invited Maya Wiley, an attorney and CEO of the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights, as the keynote speaker. According to the outlet, will the students oppose the changes brought by DeSantis, they were unable to have a significant impact on them. The moves by the board included the removal of the school's president, Patricia Oker, replacing her with a former Republican House speaker in Florida who earns about seven hundred grand annually, more than double his predecessor. Your gal, Joe Martha Stewart, making news. How Boy. about this? Hello, Mr. baby. Va, va, Hello, baby. Pass. Martha will become, <laughs> will, become the, will become the oldest woman to appear on the cover of Sports Illustrated okay. Swimsuit Issue. 81-year-old is in what is one of the latest cover stars of the magazine's new issue, the 2023 issue, stealing the title of the oldest to pose for the publication from Mae Musk, who appeared on a cover in 2022 at the age of 74. She said, usually I'm motivated by pay, but this time I was motivated by showing people a woman my age can still look good, 
feel good, and be good. Stuart you put added, the makeup on her with a mop. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart added, I thought this is kind of historic and that I better look really good. Uh, uh, they have to uh, tighten up some of that uh, sagging neck skin. And, yeah, they got her and tightened a lot up of, pretty good. She a lot of scarves good. and uh, <laughs> yeah. flowing uh, long sleeves. Oh, she gives you a peek. Is she what still about hanging the, with Snoop? What about the know. bat, uh, the fat bat wing? It hangs under your arms. Yeah, more importantly, you mentioned Snoop. Guess who wants to buy the Ottawa Senators National Hockey League team? Not Snoop. Snoop. That wasn't a very part of a group. You kind of led the witness there. He's part yeah. of a group that wants to buy the Ottawa Senators. Wow. Joe, have you ever enjoyed the dulcet tones of Snoop? Very good-looking sport coat you've got. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I have. <laughs> you, you have? Yeah. And? I, I I'm a big fan of Snoop. What What's my name? Can you, can I don't you rap know any, along? I don't know any songs. You, you can't Drop rap like along with that. Drop it like it's hot. I'm just a fan of Snoop as a character, not his rap. Having met and chatted with Snoop yeah. in person yeah. when he came to do that that coach. Any friend of my gal Martha is a friend of mine. Did yes. you tell him you were the rook from Garage Logic? Yeah, and then I asked for his Twitter handle so I could tweet everybody and mention it. No, he was really cool. He was higher than a kite. Yeah. He came in with his Shocking. fur on and his yeah. limo with his posse, but he answered every question. It wasn't a, he, he, was, he was articulate. I just think was he's he, a character. Uh, was he high on dope or on marijuana cigarettes? Well, the I dope. asked if he was on the reefer. I said, you, I smell some something <laughs> like reefer where he was summoning your car smoking. And he just said, yeah. I, uh, I love Snoop for the same reasons Joe does. Last week he was at a seminar and he immediately went off on the music industry yeah. and on streaming, how nobody can make any money. Yeah. And it was very intelligent and profane at the same time. Yeah. It, was it was wonderful. Do he you finally, realize what his deep songs? No, he just, he just finally said, at the end, he said, I know I'm not following the script I'm supposed to here. And then he did another three minutes explaining what was wrong with the stream. Oh, cool. Cool. Do you know what the Twin Cities are going to smell like July 1st? I, I, I'm going to be when, sick. When the dope is legal. The dope. The, the dope. <laughs> People will be on the reefer. They'll be on the reefer, and if you think you smell it now, we'll wait till then. It's going to be like that Impala lowrider yeah. that uh, Cheech was driving. Right. Yeah. Stuff billowing out the windows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That has oh. the shack thing going. You, you <laughs> kids and your long hair. Yeah. Oh, you sorry. dopers. <laughs> are you on the dope? Service was temporarily halted on line of Mexico City's subway system after a chicken got loose on the tracks. Video huh. distributed by the city's metro system Monday showed the electricity cut off at a station near the city center on Sunday. It showed maintenance personnel and civil defense officers, yes, civil defense officers in hard hats, chasing the chicken around the tracks with brooms, gloves, and a trash bag. The chicken eluded several attempts to capture it before one worker finally tossed his coat over the bird and they picked it up. The Metro system said service was quickly restored after the incident, although the trains were not running for close to an hour. Mexico City's subway system has been plagued by a series of weird incidents. Earlier this year, a woman was arrested but later released after bits of a plastic washing machine agitator fell on the subway tracks at another station. It was later determined the incident was accidental and the woman was released. John, you got to watch out when you can pick up those chickens. You grab them the wrong way and you might accidentally, you know, choke them. I would have just run over the chicken and kept the subway going. 
That's how you handle it, huh? Yeah. yeah. You can get another chicken. Get another one. Uh, you need just a chicken? You, I can get loosely. you a chicken by just 3 o'clock. Not too tight. That's there was all. a chicken I'm, in my yard last year. I, Chicken, really? oh, chicken walking through, walking my yard. out of a pen. Somebody, somebody's playing farm. Yeah. Yeah. We had a town chicken a few years ago, till the town finally got sick of it and brought it out to the country. Yeah. K- kicked it out of the window. Wings for no, everybody. Yeah. Nobody's seen it. John, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. That was just fantastic. Well, you sure? well, we're not done yet, but we'll be back. But first, but first, speaking bunga, of bunga. chicken, bunga, bunga. you got to do something about those mosquitoes. Chickens uh, probably no help with mosquitoes. I'm just kidding. Uh, Mosquito Shield. That's who I'm here to speak on behalf of because it's officially mosquito season. And if you're getting eaten up in your yard, we'll call my friends at Mosquito Shield. They are owned and operated by a couple of GLers. Fantastic guys. It's Ray and Mike, the father and son team that own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Their territory Well, go online moshield.com and you can see their territory but getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise they're not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs they focus on the mosquitoes and the ticks only and they have a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks and it was invented by the founder of mosquito shield and it's used exclusively by the company you can't just go buy this on the shelf so moshield.com moshield.com. That's their website. Just enter your zip code and you're going to be able to find them. Or you can also just give Mike and Kelsey a call directly at 612-619-1556. 612-619-1556. If you mention GL, you are going to get $50 off your service. Please let them know. You heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. That was really loud. Hey, I got a pre-sale to Ringo at Mystic Lake. Should I go? Yep. Why? I've seen him before, though. Joe, I've never been to that. He was a Beatle, Chris, you dumbass. You've never been to that Iola car show? Yeah. You leave early when Beatles are around. Is it? Is it really, really? I'll never go back. Because it's too big? It's too big. It's... Just a bleep show. I mean, <laughs> and it's in a t- tiny little town, right? Well, the town's tiny, but the field it's in is just expansive, large. So you just park in a but field. One way in. I mean, it took forever to get in and get out. And you need an escape route. I do, and I didn't have one. I was driving a Triumph, and I was just worried it would overheat. I had to keep shutting it off. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> What's the point? There's all those cars. Yeah, I was going to go down there. I think I'm going to skip it. (laughs) There's a lot of cars. Uh, What kind? You know, cars. Hmm. Cars. Excuse me. Oh, join us this Saturday. Does that look like a good breakfast burrito? Well, if you're into that. Who's not into a breakfast burrito? Come what on. Is, what is what, what? It's in Minneapolis, North Minneapolis. It's Quint. They used to be in the <laughs> farmer's market. Yeah, I'll freaking meet you there. Yeah, I'll no, see you over there. They wait in line. It is so good. Eggs. Oh, so over by the ballpark, that farmer's market. Uh, well, they used to be there, but now they're over on um, North. They're over well, North. They're over on Maine. Uh, what's the actual address? The Dog Get Down Coffee Company. Is at 
I saw there's a story about them in the paper not too long ago. Uh, get down coffee company. Yep. Really good. They really delicious chais. Sounds like they could be in the Northeast, huh? 1500 yeah. North 44th Avenue. Yep. I got to go to 94 to Dowling, I think. Take hey, a left. That's what I used to go home to. Or on. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Oh, North Market. Yeah, that's right up in Camden. Yeah, I'm going that's deep. where I used to live. Saturday yeah. morning. Are you going to go there? That's right I, off the I parkway there up time. there. It's a pop-up shop. I go there when they open up, and they're open up the next few Saturdays. Give me one. Okay, I will. Except I won't be home. Oh. Just leave it in his front door. Just leave it in the I'll throw it yeah. in the mailbox. Yeah. Burrito I'm in the mailbox. the mailbox trick, though. Right. I can't do that anymore. The neighbors got too mad at me. Get down. Get down. You ready? Yeah. yeah. The same thing, rookie bastard. <laughs> Let's go. Thanks, okay. Okay. Get down. Ready, Ken? Get down. Am I done? Yeah. For Am I done yet? Are we done yet? You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Tri-State Bobcat in Little Canada, Hudson, and Burnsville. They've got a couple of Toro Time Cutter Zero Turn mowers on sale right now that you should probably uh, look into or at least run the numbers. Uh, the first one is the Toro 54-inch. That's the Time Cutter with the MyRide suspension. Price, $48.99, but hold on. The Toro rebate is $200. The Tri-State Bobcat rebate is $200. Final price, $42.99. That's a dang good price on a dang good unit. Now listen to this one. The 50-inch Time Cutter a uh, 38.99 minus $100 so that's an instant rebate final price 37.99 but listen what you get with that final price that includes a tri-state bobcat special 5 year warranty and a toro total care warranty extension of $460 value uh the toro total care that allows coverage for pickup and delivery within 25 miles on the riding units and up to a 30% reimbursement on covered maintenance items from Toro. So to sum it up, you're getting uh, an amazing zero-turn 50-inch time cutter at a dang good price with so much warranty piled up on it that you probably won't even need another mower for the rest of your life. Tri-State Bobcat, they have the Metro covered, Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson, and they also have Owatonna covered at Mankey's Equipment and a pretty cool website. TriStateBobcat.com. Uh. <laughs> That's how I feel. We done yet? No. <laughs> In light of today's show, I want to read this letter from Chris. Well? No, I'm going to read this letter first. Uh, <laughs> Dear Mayor, the litany of death, destruction, and degradation of our state, which is conveyed on GL Daily is reflecting my despair over what has happened to us in so short a period. My roots in this state go back to just after the Civil War when my forefathers and mothers made their way here from Germany. For all of the years that I lived away from Minnesota, I defended our state from the teasing I endured about being from such a hick place. At that time, Minnesota had the highest high school graduation rate in the country low crime rates, high home ownership, numerous large and small businesses, which made the economy diverse and strong and incredible natural resources and beauty. 
as with any place where humans live, there were issues, but for the most part, Minnesota was a great place to live, own a business, raise a family, retire. Can it truly be said that any of that is now true? The Center of the American Experiments magazine had as a cover story headline in the winter 2020 edition, A Cold California. The article laid out in frank terms the very agenda that we have seen enacted with seeming shocking rapidity over the past few months. Those who have been paying attention, like you and the Center of the American Experiment, Alpha News, and others, cannot really be surprised at the legislation that has sailed through the commissariat pretending to be a representative government in St. Paul. They've been telling us they would do this as soon as they could get the power to do so. A one-vote majority does not signal temperance or comedy to them. It signals full steam ahead. I weep for my state, and although I miss my elderly relatives very much, I am so glad they are not here to see what has happened to the place they loved enough to settle, build families and businesses, and make better for their progeny. You are skeptical that people will vote with their feet and leave. With all the greatest respect, Mayor, you are wrong. I know numerous people who have already done so, packing up homes, families, and businesses, and going to more acceptable tax and policy states. The same course is in my near future. I love this place, but not so much that I am willing to be forced to hand over ever more money to a governmental behemoth that openly hates and denigrates my values, faith, freedom, and beliefs. To them, I say in the words of Davy Crockett, y'all can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. From the shores of Gitche Gumi, Chris. Hmm. We've had numerous emails from Chris. You know, speaking of the Center of the American Experiment, and we had Bill Glahn on the show yesterday, he tweeted out a uh, trip, I believe it was either this morning or yesterday morning, a trip through the um, current conditions of George George Floyd's I'm I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's all over South Minneapolis, but yeah. Wow. I I missed your first part of your sentence. I'm sorry. Bill Glahn. Yeah. Our guest yesterday. Yes. He took a trip through, uh, Kenny said South Minneapolis, but most notably George Floyd Square. Right. It's uh, it's pretty eye-opening. Well, uh, the true liberal radicals don't have a real good eye for decorating. How about that? Okay. (laughs) John, I had a music note for you, and I forgot to include it for Mike Soltis. Hey, GL crew, listening to the podcast from last week regarding Prince's car and him listening to new tracks, it is true, as his guitar tech for many years. I can attest to that. His theory was that nobody listens to music on studio reference monitors. They mostly listen on small speakers in the car or at home. So he wanted to be sure the mix was heard well in those environments. Also, he drives a BMW. Thanks, Mike Soltis. Yeah, that's go. that's my kid's theory also. As soon as he mixes it, he takes it out to the car. Mm-hmm. So Prince did drive up and down the highway that's now called, what, Prince Rogers Nelson Prince Highway? Yeah. We are so lame in this state that we can't come up with a highway dedicated to Prince that just rolls off your tongue. You've got to get all of his. Why don't you throw in his birth date and his death date too? You stupid. Why don't you just call it Purple Rain? Asset. Yeah. Purple Rain Highway. Little red Corvette. Right? My God, you've got so many options. Instead, you put it down like it's his death certificate. Yeah. The death certificate drive. How about something control highway? Yeah. That's <laughs> 
I don't think that one would have flown. <laughs> and a note about coffee. I we, like uh, Prince Drive. We had the note about the uh, anarchist in Toronto who went out of business <laughs> trying to sell coffee. Yeah. Uh, this guy's got a pretty good link. This is Zach. I'm submitting this from my phone, so I'll keep it short, and please forgive any, forgive any typos. I'd like to point out the beginnings of a link. I've noticed this for a while now, but it didn't click until the coffee discussion yesterday. Here's the start of the link. Do with it what you will. A person's tendency to support the mystery and all of the foolishness associated with it is proportional to the complexity of the coffee they order. I work in a downtown setting and regularly go out for a cup of coffee. It's as much a chance to walk around the block as it is for the caffeine. I inevitably end up waiting in a slow-moving line because a Mysterian with purple hair has such a fancy coffee order that it takes 10 minutes to order and even longer to make. I haven't fully thought out what this means, but I'll leave that to you. Pushing back from Salt hmm. Lake City, Utah, Zach. You know, I think it's there might be something there. I think Zach is calling me the world's best conservative then, because I just like a black cup of coffee. Me too. There you go. Regular size black coffee, please. And I'm paying cash. I'm not giving you one of those communist plastic <laughs> cards. Can I get a hot dog and the? I need. I'm at Costco soda? on my rookie. I need a roller dog and a pop. And that comes to a dollar. And here's 61. my credit debit credit thing. That comes card. to a dollar sixty one, please. Thank you. Please pay. But you know what? At Costco, I don't think you can use cash. Uh, whatever. You can't anymore. Yeah, you have to walk up to the uh, kiosk, order on the screen, and put your card in. So you can't go pay cash. Joe, should we run over to Costco? No, only <laughs> get uh, because beans. get some beans. Only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans who are currently in Fernandia, the village is Florida. Bert, by the way, frequent emailer Bert said he put a pink flamingo in his yard. No knock on the door yet. Nothing yet. No, huh? nothing yeah. yet. No Meemaw's walking up. No. On I this a, day. I have a goose decoy in my yard. Yeah. On this that's day. That's a whole different thing, Kenny. That's a whole different hello. thing. Hello. Well, that's what I was Hello. Wondering. Hey, uh, trying to do a show here. Yeah. 17 just today. In 1837. Way back. A long time. Way back. Methodist missionary Alfred Brunson arrived at Fort Snelling. He established the first Methodist mission in Minnesota at Kaposia, now South St. Paul. Kaposia. And that's it for this day in history. And Short I think I figured well, out it's why. Kaposia. You call it Kaposia. Right. Kaposia. I figured out why. Everybody went to the lake. Yeah. Hmm. See? Like the wild went to the lake early. Let's you go. Let's go to the lake player, right now. Hockey players go to the lake. Your Western Conference Finals feature the two hockey hotbeds of Dallas and Las Vegas. Ooh, and Dallas. the Eastern Finals feature the two hockey hotbeds of Carolina and Florida. Our stiffs have been at the lake for five weeks. Yep. <laughs> Ain't ever going to be a parade in the Twin Cities. No. Ain't not, ever gonna, lifetime, not in my lifetime. Maybe I'll mine. never see the cup. Maybe I'll mine. never see the cup. But you did. I have held the cup. Yes. I've, I've, uh, you've wore a cup. I've I forgot what you wore put on the cup. Huh? Yeah. Didn't you take a selfie on the cup? I might have, but I it ended up taking a picture in of the private, cup. In private. What? No, I did not. You did not violate the cup, I did, did you? Of course not. You weirdo. I, was, I held the cup the with Ryan McDonough. Yeah. Uh huh. 
And R- Ryan McDonough held the newest infant in the clan with the cup. With the cup. I was thinking more to the when the cup made a trip out to Maplewood to the studio. I, I I treasure the cup, and I uh, I'm afraid in my lifetime I'll never see the cup have a home in Minnesota. Yeah. Florida year, and Carolina. And we got these. Well, Vegas. <laughs> next year. Dallas already has a cup. Was I Carolina already scoring? has a cup. Florida and Vegas do not have cups yet, but have been to the have been to the cup finals. You can end it anytime. I'm <laughs> over now. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, but GL. Love, love sexy highway. How about that? Yeah. There's yeah. others. There's others here. I think Anything beats say. the death notice. Do me baby highway. He never even went by that name, Prince Rogers Nelson. <laughs> How about the symbol? Friend. You should have just said the symbol. The symbol. Oh, that would have been that would have been key. And if you want to find a podcast about Prince, go to Pod MN on your smartphone. I bet there's several where fans are uh, dedicate their podcast to Prince and his music and his life. And then if you want to go to our YouTube page, Garage Logic has a YouTube page of which you can subscribe to. Super easy. Go to YouTube.com. Subscribe to Garage Logic. Then, finishing off your trifecta, go to garagelogic.com, sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council, where you will be an insider by paying $10 a month, 100 bucks a year, and you get a $10 Fraveloni hardware and garden store gift card. It's just that simple, Cha. You know what I'm saying? Did I have extra time? I yield the balance of my time, Senator. What a privilege. Yes. So we're not doing that. Thank you, GLR thing anymore. I already we did. did. He, uh, then I, I paused and then I hit record again. So I just got to do a little. What are you downing, boy? Earl's Cheetos. Oh, Earl's, huh? Got mm-hmm. a little hunger since you gave up the dope? The weed? The cigarette? The baggie? You're getting a head shake. You really oh, are. You're a fucking idiot. That is the goddamn idiot. Just the disgusted, most disgusted look I've ever seen in my life. You just yeah. got Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ray. Yeah. Oh, Chris, you'll need stories, I bet. Please right. and thank you. Representative Harry Niska. Give me one second, sir. How's your Harry? Well, never mind. Do you have a Harry Niska? <laughs> Yes, I shave it once a month. Juvenile, just like I am. Yes, See? thank you. Lauren Bulbert's getting Splitsville, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean, tell it to someone who might be interested. Well, <laughs> Ted Cruz might be now. <laughs> Is he? Uh, He's the one that. Was, no, he was the one that was bumping uglies with her. Well, it's allegedly, Chris. Sorry, allegedly. God, you got to stay off Twitter, Chris. That's all there is to it. No, you're the one that told me that. Uh, I, I cannot was... tell you that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you it was got you, your It was not Thank me. Thank you for that. I got your text. Uh, I got him. Sitting over there. But so no, guys... he's the one that encouraged you to run for office, isn't he? That's correct, yes. Okay. Yes. And by encouraged you to run for office. All right, I'm ready for you, Joe. Dan, that new uh, Dan. Who the hell is Dan? Dan. 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 Uh, Dan, Dan the carpet man. Uh, I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of Don, and then John. John, that new uh, Winslow book. I'm liking it. It's pretty good. Good. Yeah. Good. I act it's like right I have. Kenny's alley is full of shootings and car chases and <laughs> burglaries and Cheetos. 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 A lot of Cheetos. Oh, I love Cheetos. God, they're so good. You got the orange hands now, Kenny. You know what the guy that goes to the doctor? And- Look yeah. at what I'm having for dessert. Hot tamales Ooh. follows the Cheetos. Oh, hot tamales. Oh. 
I had a friend in college that put hot tamales on top of vanilla ice cream. That would yeah, be good. That. That, that works. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. Hot tamale. Oh, hot tamales are good. Oh, hot tamales are great. No, they're no, it's, little candy. No, you're supposed to, today. You're supposed to have chili today. Hot tamale. <laughs> Jesus. I'm I'm ready. Representative <laughs> Harry Niska, N I S K A. N I S K A. Yep. Uh, helps us understand. Helps us understand how dramatically. Tickly. Yep. The state. Yep. Is going downhill. Is downhill one word? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, Walter Hudson. Oh, A, sorry. A. Video. Yep. Has been linked to our site and is a must watch. <clears throat> Perfect. Walls expected to sign yep. every damaging piece <laughs> yep. of legislation ever yep. put in front of him. <laughs> really wish we could put that Mel Brooks scene where he's just signing stuff with his eyes crossed. <laughs> John Height News. John, do you know that Mike Soltis, the guitar tech for Prince? I do not. No, I don't. A good guy to know. It would. It would. I have I know uh the guy that built his guitars. He used to stop out at the fair and say hi to me every year. Mm-hmm. The guy that built the cloud guitars, who's now selling them. I know the guy who built the motorcycle for Purple Rain. Cool. Really? It was just a Honda 650. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know what? I've never seen Purple Rain. Is that bad? Really? I just have never. It's always one of those I say I should watch that, and I just have never gotten to it. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. like the music is good. Sure. But it's too much crying. The plot is silly. Kenny is right. There's a lot of crying. What I didn't realize until I watched that movie was the feud between Prince and Morris Day and the time. No, there really wasn't one, but there was the movie. Was movie. Morris Day was so awesome. They didn't like each other. In the movie, Chris, it wasn't <laughs> in, real life. In, in real life, they did like each other, Chris. That's not what the movie told me. Uh, Morris, Morris Day in his heyday, man, was great. Yeah. Oh, he had yeah. the great moves. Yeah. Great moves. With, uh, when Jerome would hold the mirror and he'd be. Yeah. 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 That's great. That so sweet. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. They, uh, who is uh, Jesse Johnson? Was their guitar player too? Well, yeah. marvelous, marvelous. Didn't they fight over a girl? Yeah, Apollonia. <laughs> now, how do I know Jesse? He was in something else. Uh, much he still later, is, actually. Yeah, much later than that. that Wasn't I used there to see a big story on him last year? Uh, he was trying to make a comeback here or something. No. Yeah, there was. No, seriously, I remember that story. You didn't you do it on the show? No, I don't think I did on the show, but oh, but something. 
But I knew they were going to screw up the name of that highway. And sure enough, my God, you square, stupid geeks. <laughs> you took the coolest musician in the entire world and you just slapped him in the face with that. Little red Corvette highway. That's what I would have done. There's so many options. And none of those assholes should have been allowed to debate it. His fans should have come up with something and this should have told him this is what it's gonna be. I'll look something up here. Oh, I remember what it was, John. Hold on. Yeah. I remember the story now. Uh Jesse had a guitar. Oh, that's a different guy. He had an album out in twenty nineteen, it looks like. That must be what I'm thinking of. Wasn't one of the uh I'm not trying to be funny. Wasn't somebody <laughs> from the group doing a tour and they weren't they hit by a train? No, not that I know of. Like and killed how about, this, how about yes. this for a highway sign? I would die for you. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up his ten dirtiest lyrics and I couldn't say some of them on the air. I, oh, I, I didn't, know. I didn't want to go there. Anything from Lady Cab Driver? That's still my favorite song. Well, this was just titles, song titles. So you could do Lady Cab Driver oh, Highway. I'm a sexy dancer highway. No, come on. You, people like you. See, people like you shouldn't have any sort of input whatsoever. <laughs> people, people like, like you. Me. You John, people, Joe. John, you was somebody people. from Tower of Power, not the time. I would, oh, I would yeah. respect David, the opinion of all of your kids over Garibaldi. you. David Garibaldi, Chris. You're right. But they're, yeah. they're all fine. I mean. Garibaldi's playing again. Get off my highway. <laughs> Get off. Get that's, off. That's actually not bad. <laughs> about, uh, well, I don't want to say it because we're recording, but uh, you figure out the first word and bleep you off highway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even Prince Parkway would be better. Give me some volume, Chris. Nope. nope. Can't you, do it. Nope. Nope. Big poop. Mm -hmm. He did have that song, Head, but we'll just leave that alone. It's like talking about hat size. Head highway. <laughs> I was trying not to say it, Kenny. Well, I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's you know, it depends on where your mind goes, Kenny. You didn't say BJ Highway, right? <laughs> Let's go crazy, Highway. Let's go crazy. <clears throat> Would he have played halftime of the Super Bowl if had he not passed away? Did we Ooh, he that? did already. No, but would he have done it again? Well, I don't know. Just be, or you know, or been part of an ensemble. That was the best halftime show. It was, ever. That was pretty that was good. Great. Yeah. Make it rain harder. Hi, <laughs> Mr. Hartman. Oh, that was cool. That That's was right. Cool. Hey, Prince, I uh, talked to you. <laughs> he said, uh, "Hey, Prince, where's the party?" <laughs> Paisley Highway. Anything. Paisley Parkway. Paisley Parkway. Paisley Parkway. That was it, Kenny. Jesus. That would have been cool. These the people that run this state are you know, you know what? They should be forced to smoke weed. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. When it's legalized, they should we should sit them down with a two-footer and just spark it up until they're coughing their eyeballs out and just make them be high for the about a half a day. <laughs> Yeah, big old water bong. Yeah. We don't have any other than Theo Worth. We don't have any cool uh, names for highways in this town. We got the Crosstown and the Strip. Crosstown. 
What about Spaghetti Junction? I don't touch that because that was John's, and I'm not doing anything that was somebody else's. John, <laughs> what, what? John Lindell. Lindell, yeah. Spaghetti Junction. That it was isn't his. Even that, it isn't even, that's not even accurate. It's not well, that complicated. Scarlet Pussy Highway. I love watching watching Kenny's reaction when Joe says something. And I I can never is he fishing or is this it's just Joe being Joe? Right. He's not fishing. (laughs) The truth highway. No. (laughs) No. Paisley Parkway. Wonderful ass. Mr. Ass. What is that live show? Um, I think they're playing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. That was a tribute to... uh, That was a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, wasn't it? Oh, is that what it was? Okay. everybody's on stage, and Prince takes the final turn with the solo. How about 100 Mile Per Hour Highway? Well, you know, the squares in this town, we couldn't have that. Chaos and Disorder. Who was on stage? It was oh, you know what we're you know what we're doing here, Petty, Petty, Jeff Lynn, Joe. This is show prep for one of our old bits. Failed highway name suggestions for friends. Yeah, and just come up with all those really dirty ones. (laughs) Guess we'll never have. Billy Jack Bitch <laughs> Boulevard <laughs> ain't about to stop. Hide the bone. Hide the bone Hide highway. The bone highway. Hmm. Uh, that would be fantastic. How long ago did we lose John? John Lundell. Lundell. Oh God, it's got to be 15, 20 years. One? Shut this down, highway. <laughs> Roadhouse Garden. God, he was only 52. Damn. Yeah. Kenny, 2005. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, he was cool. I'm still buddies with his uh, ex-wife, Pam, on uh, Twitter. Is she still working? She works at KTIS. I think she's doing the morning show there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I only she... met her one time. I did. I didn't. I don't really know her. But... Uh, she was really cool. She was a really good traffic reporter, too. Future baby mama. Was he working when he passed away, Kenny, or had he left the biz by then? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Was Metro still in business then? Well, I know that when I met him, he was doing the morning show with uh, Sioux Falls at Cool 108. That's how I met him. So then Metro must have been long gone by then. I believe so. He used to buy me breakfast. Go downstairs and get yourself, and you got to get me one too. He was a good dude. I liked him. Yeah. He was the one that broke into our studio when I was interning to tell us about the 9 11 attack that morning. And it was, oh my God, look at this. A plane just flew in, you know, unassuming. Man, I can't believe it's 05. Holy crap. 
That's 18 years ago, Joe. What? 2005. That's the year I bought this place. Really? <coughs> I don't know how I pulled it off then. I was completely broke. <laughs> Must have had equity in that Minneapolis house. I thought he was a freak who didn't drink or smoke or who? Prince. He was, right? Well, yeah, it's, it started he... with his pain, with the pain he had. The hips, yeah. And then they got him hooked on, you know, the hard stuff and then cut him off cold turkey you know they did it wrong so he's flying around the country buying garbage you know and, and no two doses are the same i wonder what family got his uh island what part of the family got his he only had about 75 uh direct yeah i guarantee you they're still fighting over it it's pretty shameful Beginning endlessly highway. I think Kenny's done with you now. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think he left. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Town Council, I got to say peace out so Joe can play print stuff on the mm -hmm. thing. <laughs>